And a drive. Deep left. Two nothing Yankees. The Yankees win the wild card. And still wiping the champagne from their eyes, they'd already set their sights on what could be an epic ALDS. Everybody wants Boston. We want Boston. That's what we play for. We want Boston. Didi Gregorius speaking for every last Yankees fan, like Brian from Manhattan, who said this before the first pitch of Wednesday's wild card matchup with the A's. Next stop, Boston. We're coming for you. Let's take about your 108-game win season. It was hard not to look ahead to a Red Sox-Yankees showdown in the ALDS. I'm John Chandler. This is the Sports Final Podcast. Here we go. From the Bronx to Boston. Hard to believe the Yankees and Red Sox meet again in the postseason for just the first time since 2004. Uh, yeah, no reminder needed here of what happened then. It was 2004 when the stolen base by David Roberts sparked a Red Sox rally in Game 4. They erased a three-games-to-none Yanks lead, and eventually they reversed the 86-year curse. And that's not lost on Yankees fans. For all of their late-90s titles and even that 2009 World Series team, I found the Yankees fans before this wildcard game were eager to exact Red Sox revenge for 2004. But first, the Yankees needed to dispatch the A's. And Luis Severino was a different ace from the start, kind of calming the nerves of Yankees fans who had rode a bit of a roller coaster with this team through August and September with all of the injuries and the uncertainty and maybe even some growing pains with first-year manager Aaron Boone. But a big first inning from Severino really settled things down. It reinforced that Booney made the right call going with his ace on the mound in the wild card game. And then the bullpen was fantastic. Two balls and a strike. And a draw. Deep left. It helped that Aaron Judge set the tone with his two-run homer in the first. I had decided to wander out to the bleachers for the first inning, watching the pure unbridled joy of Yankees fans. Drinks thrown into the air as Judge circled the bases. That fractured wrist seemed like a distant memory at that point. Bruce Beck spoke to Judge in a soaked Yankees clubhouse after a 7-2 win over the A's. Aaron, did you feel like your homer jump-started this ball club? Well, jump-started the ball club was the fans, you know, the crowd. It was electric from the national anthem on. It was, I haven't heard a crowd like that in a while. <laughs> Aaron, do you feel like this is just the first step? Now the first step was getting the postseason. You know, now we're just going to keep taking one step at a time, and um, we'll be where we want to be at the end of the season. Yeah, always. The goal is to go win a championship. You know, bring a World Series back to New York. So, you know, we haven't done that yet, so we're going to keep working. Of course, Giancarlo Stanton followed suit, homering to cap his first career postseason game. This is the reason why he came to the Yankees, to experience a champagne celebration in the locker room. Giancarlo, how was this for a first playoff game for you? It's amazing. Everything I could ask for. Everything I could ask for. What did you say about this ball club and the way tonight everyone responded when you had to? We all stepped up. We all stepped up tonight. That's what we're going to need. Uh, going into next week is this weekend, and we're just going to keep doing it. But the real slugger on this team, of course, that is Luke Ford. Boy, trying to add on here. Big spot. And that's not even said tongue-in-cheek. Another 3-2. And a high fly ball right field. Piscotti back at the wall. And it is off the top of the wall. I mean, really, what a revelation the one-time 22nd-round draft pick has turned into for these Yankees. He solved the power outage problem that first base had become with Greg Bird's struggles, and he kind of filled that power gap with Aaron Judge out with his chip fracture in the wrist for so long towards the end of the season. When Voigt sent his sixth inning triple towards the porch, 
he raised his arm, index finger extended, as he stepped out of the batter's box. I mean, it's as if you watched Major League Baseball's Let the Kids Play spot on repeat just a few times before the game. Here's Voight with Bruce Bader. Oh, my gosh, yeah. i got to keep it going. I feel great right now. And, you know, this, this team, you know, crazy good, man. And I can't wait to see what we can do. Luke, what did it mean to you to contribute the way you did tonight in a playoff game at the stadium? It's the coolest, man. I mean, to get those Luke Chansons. I mean, words can't describe it, man. It's like, it's almost like Christmas morning kind of thing. And I'm just having the time of my life, man. And, you know, if you're not having fun, you shouldn't be playing this game. This team has more fun than any team. Look, what is it about this ball club that you found out tonight in terms of character? Uh, grit, man. Confidence. You know, we, we, we know we can do this. And uh, we're just going to keep carrying us. And if one guy doesn't get us, the next guy's going to get us. And that's how good our lineup is from one to nine. I mean, you don't need to hear Luke say he's having the time of his life to know Luke Voigt is having the time of his life. And if he thinks this is incredible, winning a wild card game, he and so many of these young players are in for an awakening when the ALDS starts at Fenway Park. The Yankees-Red Sox is unlike anything in sports. Even for this team going through the postseason last year like they did. Yankees-Indians, Yankees-Astros, that just doesn't compare to the pure tension that you feel for Yankees-Red Sox in October. There's almost nothing like it, and I think I'm a pretty good judge of this. I grew up with Ohio State-Michigan. I've seen how intense that college football rivalry can be, and it is intense. But I've lived on both sides of this baseball rivalry now, working and residing in Boston for more than a decade. I was a college student interning at BU covering the 99 Division Series between the Yankees and Red Sox at Fenway Park. And, of course, here now covering this Yankees team. It's been fun to see both sides of this rivalry. It has been 14 years since these two teams met in the playoffs. So forget 20 times a season that they meet during the regular season. That's nothing compared to Sox-Yankees in October. Aaron Boone, of course, has experienced this back in 2003. And of the old guard players on this roster, Brett Gardner surely gets it. Here he is with Bruce Beck. Um, you know, we're just ready for this situation. Um, you know, I thought Severino came out and did a really good job of setting the tone early. Um, really, really good command, getting ahead of guys. And obviously, Judge, they're in the bottom of the first, hitting a rocket out to the left and giving us a two-run lead early. Um, you know, I thought that was very important. You know what it's like to drink champagne, and this is the first step. Like, do you feel like this will just make you guys want to crave it even more? Yeah, for sure. I mean, we've obviously got some new faces here in this room, some, um, some young guys, some rookies, but we've got a lot of guys that were here last year when we lost in Oakland, and, um, you know, we know how that felt, and we don't want to feel that feeling again. So, um, you know, just uh, continue to get our work in, continue to be prepared, be confident, and um, keep playing our game. Guardy, Yankees, Red Sox. You've experienced a lot in your career with the Yankees, but never in the postseason. Yeah. What is this going to be like? It's going to be crazy. You know, the, the entire postseason is. It doesn't matter if it's the wild card game or a series in Fenway this weekend. Um, I'm sure it's going to be a great atmosphere, and um, you know that's what the, that's what the fans want to see. So um, we'll uh, we'll have a lot of fun with it. Now let's talk matchups. Game one: the Yankees will start Jay Happ, Red Sox killer, against Chris Sale, Red Sox ace. There was talk of Hap starting the wild card game. Obviously, that worked out for the best because he can throw now twice if needed against the Red Sox. And here's why that's huge. Hap is 1-1 one one with a 1.9 on ERA and four starts against the Red Sox this season. His last outing, Hap gave up a grand slam and an otherwise solid six innings and seven strikeouts. Since 2015, he's 5-1 against the Sox, 58 strikeouts, 23 walks and 12 starts, a 1.98 ERA, Boston hitting 199 against Hap. So, yes, he's a Red Sox killer. You go about 
attacking the Red Sox tomorrow? Uh, I don't think it makes a whole lot of sense for me to tell you that. <laughs> what would you say you want to focus on tomorrow? Uh, I want to focus on, on being aggressive and, and trusting my stuff and uh, just continuing to kind of sort of do what I do and trust that that's going to be enough. Um, you know, that this game is another game. It's a big game, but I'm um, going to treat it like another one. As for Sale, there's concern in Boston. He's not 100%. And his last start of the regular season, you noticed his velocity was down. A couple of injury concerns with the numbers from last postseason as well. That creates a little bit of an uneasy feeling in a guy that you should feel 100% certain handing him the ball and sending him out there. Last year, Sale was 0-2 with an 8.38 ERA in two postseason starts. Gave up 13 hits, four homers. Against the Yanks this year, it's a totally different story. Chris Sale has been lights-out dominant. 0.69 ERA, 19 strikeouts in 13 innings taken on the Bombers this year. That is certainly reason to brag. Though when the great Johnny Miller of WBZ Radio up in Boston teed up the chance for Sale to do some bragging at Thursday's workout, he passed. Can you talk about your success against the Yankees this year? Uh, no. Okay, he's a man of few words, and with that... Let this latest, and who knows, when it's all said and done, maybe even greatest, round of Red Sox-Yankees begin. The 108-win Red Sox, the 100-win Yankees. Aaron Bleep and Boone managing the Bombers 40 years after Bucky Bleep and Dent silenced Fenway for the Yankees. In between, Tech versus A-Rod, Pedro versus Zimmer, all of it builds up to these next five games in the ALDS, if necessary. And let's hope, for entertainment's sake, every last one of them is necessary. Thanks for listening. We'll see you at Fenway Park. I'm John Chandler, and this is the Sports Final Podcast.